Welcome to the Social and Sport Podcast. Welcome to a brand new podcast with myself, Dan McLaren. It's been a really testing time for everyone around the world over the past few weeks as coronavirus has shut down most of society and we all have to get used to being confined to our homes. Lives are being lost, jobs are being removed or furloughed and sports are being put on the back burner as we concentrate on more important things. With no live sport to work with, social media managers are having to be creative with their approaches and also careful not to use everything up quickly and run out after a few weeks. I'm going to speak to a range of people from within sports about how they're coping and what we can learn by sharing our stories with those in the same situation. I hope we can all take this chance to be open and inspire each other during this dark time. To start with, I spoke to One Championship's senior social media manager, Rina Rasolafiana, about life in Singapore, the adaptations he's had to make, and about what the future holds for them. First of all, welcome, Rina. Um, it's a pleasure Thanks, to speak to you once again. Um, probably, what, a couple of years ago, two, almost two and a half years ago, probably the last time we spoke on the old Digital Sport podcast. And yeah. then you're working at FIBA, and what, eight months ago, you made the switch over to... So you're based in Singapore now with one championship, yeah? That's correct, yeah. Uh, what's, joined, what's, life, uh, what's life like out in uh, Singapore? It's great. I mean, yeah, I love, I love, I loved it here. Uh, uh, so before I joined one championship, uh, you know, I already had some friends who were living here and uh, I went here for, for holidays and me and my wife really loved it here. And we always say like, look, if we have an opportunity, uh, that could be a cool place to live. And guess what? <laughs> a few months ago, uh, the opportunity came in. And so, yeah, now I'm living here in Singapore. Uh, Obviously, uh, that's a very interesting con- uh, context for Ria right now with all the pandemic, the quarantine and, and everything. Uh, they call it circuit breaker here. Uh, it's not officially like kind of lockdown, but it is kind of a lockdown. Um, but I, I, yeah, I, I arrived here last summer and I really enjoyed it here. I, I enjoy the country, I enjoy the people, I enjoy the foods, I enjoy the weather. Uh, it's great. So are you restricted to just at home at the moment or are you able to go out and about? So no, I'm at home uh, actually, but uh, uh, fortunately I have a rooftop, so I can take some hair uh, going in second floor. So yeah, but I'm at home. Yeah, I, I cannot really move unless you need to buy grocery or this kind of thing. So how long have you been in lockdown? How's that affected? Because obviously you can't go into the office at the moment then. So how's yeah. that affecting the way you work? So, I mean, it's kind of fairly new, like we officially like cannot go to the office since uh, I think maybe one week really like it was really officially the government of Singapore said, look, unless it's like a very essential uh, business, like healthcare, you know, these kind of things, everything else is shut down. Uh, but even before that, like we already had a lot of like our company was great at uh, you know, making sure that we were like um, staying safe. So we already like add um, internal memo saying, okay, uh, if there is nothing essential, like we, you can walk from, please do it. Like, uh, you know, be be careful and everything. So technically like all our team has started, like the social team has already started to, to walk from home, like since a few weeks. Uh, but, you know, the way the way it is in digital anyway, like, it's not like you see all your colleagues, especially for a global organization. Uh, that was the same for me at FIBA. That's the same here at One Championship. There are guys that are working in different countries on different time zones. So at the end of the day, the office, you know, 
uh, has less of a value that for somebody that is working, I don't know, in legal or I don't know, in HR, or these kind of things. So when was the last event that you worked on? So has that been uh, a few weeks now? Yeah, the last event was end of February. We had an event in Singapore and uh, it was already starting to, you know, the coronavirus situation was already going to uh, taking, you know, uh, some uh, implementation of a few cases. So we had an event, but there were no fans. It was a closed door event. Uh, it was still broadcasted. It was still online, live stream and everything. The athletes, the teams, uh, the referee, the operational teams were there but there were no, no fans, closed door event. That was the last one. It was uh, end of February. So how have you had to kind of shift your emphasis? When did you know that, okay, something's going to happen here that we're going to have to change how we do things and potentially we're not going to have any live events to be able to create content around? Uh, it, it was kind of like you already have an assumption and then without going into too much details, like the great competition team was working on alternatives here. Uh, but then at some point, like it becomes complicated because like, uh, you have, a, you know, it, they are just government, uh, laws and everything. So an athlete that is coming, uh, has to stay 14 days in quarantine. Uh, obviously it's tough for athletes to train because like, especially in martial arts, you need to compete against somebody, but if you need social distancing and you know, you cannot do like grappling, you, a lot of things that are very complicated. And then. Um, you know, the government here, at least in Singapore and also in all of a, a lot of countries, they were like just uh, forbidding like people gathering more than 1,000 people, then it's 500 people, then it's 20 people. And then it's just like, no, nobody should, should be next to each other. So it makes things very difficult. So you kind of like, I mean, you, you always prepare with plan A, B, C, D uh, and, 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 and you adapt uh, to, to what is happening. So how did you, what was the first types of content you did? Because we've seen probably a lot of archive content being used and yeah, going back uh, and also a little bit of kind of the training from home, that type of thing as well, utilizing athletes while they're in lockdown as well. Yeah, we really started like uh, last month, uh, starting in March, you know, because the thing is uh, everything was pending with our events. So un until everything was uh, called like off, um, you know, because of all the different situations and things that were going on, uh, you know, it's very hard to like, promote on social like uh, an event or about without knowing 100 percent you know it will sound bad if you say hey, this guy is uh is having a competition is who's going to compete in two weeks when you know that you know a uh, situation can change because it's a pandemic and you, you don't control everything uh so we we, we already starting since march to go in with evergreen content with content that is not like time sensitive or related to a specific context or event um and, 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 and yeah, we, we have, we have quickly adapted and, and I think it's, it's, it's going well so far. Uh, you know, the, the good thing with, with social and digital is that you don't necessarily rely on physical stuff. It's not like a hairline or a physical shop that really need people to go there. Like there, there is always a way to, 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 to do things. And we had so many events and so many great things happening before that, uh, you know, they, they, yeah, we, we had a lot of content that we were able to use. So how are the Obviously, fans? having a physical event is, is, is the best thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we just hope that the situation will, uh, we will come back to, let's say, normal at some mm. point. And how have the fans reacted to, have they been quite understanding in terms of the situation? So I think I had a quick look and the engagement levels are still pretty good. Yeah. Um, from what no, the, 
Yeah, there, there, is, there is something interesting is that the engagement didn't go down. Actually, on some platform, it, it, even, it even went up. Uh, that's the thing in consumption. Like now you have to think that a lot of people are stuck at home. So there is a very interesting shift that is happening right now is that if you look at all the data, uh, you know, right now, it, it was like everybody know that content, it's all about mobile first right now. But actually, it's slowly shifting to desktop mm. Because people are at home, people are on big screen, uh, you know, uh, personal computer, desktop and everything. So it means that you have to think the content a little bit differently now. Uh, before you were thinking, okay, mobile first, so people not having the sound, reading stuff. Uh, you have to zoom in, you know, really close up. Now you think, okay, people are on a bigger screen, they have sound, they have more time for long form content. Uh, you can go with more quality also because they usually have like fiber connection, Wi-Fi. Um, so, so yeah, it, it, it changes the way we do content a little bit more. Hmm. And how, what kind of content have you found that's worked? Because obviously everyone's testing different things at the moment. Are there certain yeah. ones you've gone, okay, this has been brilliant. Let's do this a bit more. And yeah. what ones have kind of had their day already? So w when you don't have an event, something is interesting is that when you have an event, you, you always like kind of ride on the momentum of this event. So obviously you are going to, to push more uh, the athletes that are going to compete in that event or something. When you don't have an event, actually, you can choose anything you want to. Like, that's really your choice. So that's really interesting because we've been able to, to test things, to pick up, like, basically what you see from one championship, but also all of the brands is that everybody's trying to surface the best of the best. Like, it's right now, it's like, you, you, you are not, like, tied to, oh, I have to promote uh, the World Cup 2020 or the Olympics or that particular event that's coming in, in, in June. No, it's like, just throw out the best of the content. So you see a lot of, we cannot forget this thing on this day, this happened. Do you remember when this thing happened? You know, uh, that's what's working the best. And, and obviously you have to, you have to have a lot, a lot of empathy and understanding that most of the audience is stuck at home. So what is working is the thing that uh, is relevant for them. So uh, we've seen like an increase in our content of like, yeah, the workout because people are stuck at home. They don't have access mm -hmm. to the gym or something. They still need to work out. A uh, good thing is that we have great athletes and, and you know, uh, they, they know they, they know their things. Same with like um, cooking. You know, people need to cook now. They cannot really go to a restaurant or stuff. So, uh, how to eat healthy? How to eat to increase your performance? To burn fat? These kind of things are are, are really increasing right now. And also, I, I guess you've seen it then too. Like there is a big. I, I think people are also still missing the physical interaction. So you have an enormous increase in live. Everybody's going live, like live events, uh, live Q and A on Instagram. Uh, live challenge, live uh, yoga session, like everybody's going live. So, so there is a big demand for that content. And also the platform are pushing um, the organization and, 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 and the brands to, to put more live content. Yeah, I definitely saw that. I think Instagram is almost purely live that you guys have been doing on that. How do you work yeah. that? How do you, do you work that with the staff and the fighters when everyone's working remotely and try and get everyone on the same page and doing what you want them to do? And then also the kind of post bit as well, because, you know, you're relying on the fighters recording things on whatever they happen to have. You know, they're not going to have a studio set up at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the no, quality it's... sometimes is going to be a little shady. Correct. But I think, I think like the, the audience is, is okay with that. I mean, they know that, yeah, nobody has a studio right now. And actually it will look, yeah, it will look, it will look odd if somebody will be in a proper setup in a studio, it will be like, Okay, how is like it doesn't sound uh, genuine, like authentic. It, like right now, it's all about raw content, things that are done at home, a little bit dirty, a little bit on the phones. But yeah, guess what? That 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 
that's where we are right now. So it's, it's actually okay. Um, I mean, and, and we have people that are very responsive, uh, you know, our athletes are, are very social media savvy using all the platforms, all the tools. So it's very easy to, 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 to rely on them to, to go into challenge, to go quickly into things that are trending. Um, they are very responsive and, and they are doing great. So how long can this last? How long can you keep going with this type of content? I, mean, I imagine you've got other ideas bubbling around yeah. the background for when, and then probably take a little bit more time to get out of the camp. Yeah, no, actually, the, I mean, you always have to take like the opportunity and the positive of it is that it forces everybody to be creative. And, and, and one thing that I realized is that um, from what everything that I've seen is that everybody like, uh, even, you have event or not events, uh, fans still are interested by competition. And, and, and guess what? If, if it's your, your event, a stadium or something else, they will look for it. So right now you see a lot of people, these funny videos of guys like watching uh, uh, simulation of games, like it's a real game on a TV. Or now like you see the real power and the real value of esports. Like, you know, if, if, even before everybody uh, you know, understood that there is a big value there, but, but now it, the importance is there. Like you see that, like you look at the NBA, they have no competition, but what are they doing? They put real NBA player playing NBA 2K and, and they put that on a broadcast on, on, uh, on, on big uh, TV channels. So, so that's the thing, like uh, people will have to adapt. And if the competition is not, uh, is not done in stadiums or in arenas or in venues right now, there will be other ways to do competition. And fortunately, digital and social media is great to do that. Yeah, I was going to say about esports, it was going to be one of the ones I was going to bring up because everyone is doing it. I mean, you've got Premier League here, uh, Formula One, NASCAR, NBA 2K. You know, yeah. everyone has kind of jumped onto this thing. And I suppose you're in a fortunate position in the fact that you launched one esports last year. So it's, yeah. it's not something you're having to play catch up on and going, oh my God, what, what on earth are we going to do with this? It's kind of, okay, let's just ramp this up a little bit. There is also something interesting, I think, and, and, and that, uh, that is uh, playing um, good for the people that have like, good content and good strategy. That, that's really now that you see uh, the people that have elite content because the thing is, right now, all the platforms are flooded with content. Everybody is, is putting content on. So the volume is really, really big. So too, and, and you know that the platform are really limiting the reach right now. So to, to be there in the feed of people, you have to have elite content, elite shareability, elite engagement. So that's really now that, that people focusing on a strategy and the great brands and for people focusing on the why and not on the how, uh, you know, we'll, we, 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 we'll, uh, we'll win, basically. Mm. So you say, you know, you've got to have elite content. What do you mean by that elite content? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, we were... Is that just great ideas or is it great production or is it... How do you see it? The way I will define it is, pe- is content that people uh, care about. Like, uh, you know... So having emotional things attached to it. Emotional things, things that, 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 that you know, it, there is a big part into listening what your audience is asking for and giving them what they want. Uh, it's, it's, it's really that. It's not about, okay... Oh, we have uh, this guy and we want him to be all of our platform because he's a priority. Y- yes, but at the same time, it's all about listening and adapting to, to what your audience is looking for right now, taking into consideration, um, you know, the context where they are and, 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 and yeah, thinking about how to, yeah, f- find the things that are bringing your community together. Um, Maybe it's a little bit vague what, I, what I'm explaining there. <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree with that. It's a different, but, it means a different thing to different people, doesn't it? I mean, 
And then one of the things you touched on there, community, is we've seen other people using kind of the community UGC content. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. started going down that road as well? Yeah, definitely. Uh, for example, like uh, we we trying obviously to also launch our own challenge using like athletes as a, as an as a, you know uh, the ambassadors there. Um, we we also have launched like a TikTok channel. You you see the consumption of that of that platform really increasing since. Uh, the pandemic has started so yeah everybody's like stuck at home everybody's doing all the challenges everybody's scrolling there and i have to say like the guys from tiktok are doing an amazing job like to to put stuff in your feed that are very relevant and that are very personalized like their their algorithm is really is really incredible there so um yeah ugc content is a big part of it because like fans that's how you create the community because people fans cannot go in the venue anymore the only way for them to reach and to have that connection with athletes with with the brand with with, with you know with the organization is, is is yeah is through this ugc content and yeah. you have to reward that yeah and how do you see that going across channels because i've seen quite a lot of tiktok content that's gone on then put on twitter and it yeah. seems to be an established thing that you kind of record something on tiktok it explodes you put it on twitter yeah yeah that, that 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 is funny like uh people are yeah people are sharing the content and the tiktok one is like it's like the hottest thing right now like 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 the uh the vine content or at some point even the instagram content used to be the hottest thing ever i guess it's people are always looking for the brand new things yeah. uh you know uh instagram sounds really really whole even if it's a super new platform so yeah it's always about what's the new thing what's what's what, what's the trend you know snapchat used to be the thing uh, now it's TikTok. Who knows? In like one week, one week, two months, you know, something else will pop up. So, what's the secret to getting things to explode on TikTok? Uh, it's so going into the trends. Definitely, like I mean, it's very easy. You go into the feed. You you're looking at the things that people are looking for. Uh, using also like yeah, the trending music. Like there is this big thing about you know people using the same music, and then you go into um that the community that feed of everybody using using that same music and it's very strange on tiktok because you can have a content that for five days has i, I don't know twenty thousand organ views and out of the blue it's it's pushed into the timelines and you go to five hundred thousand one million whatever like they, they have a very strange algorithm where it's not like on on twitter or on instagram that after five four days you connect is kind of dead you know nothing will move anymore um TikTok can still distribute your content even days after. Uh, it's still like, I, I, I will not act like I know all the secrets of TikTok. That's not true. But I think what is important there is like to, to be very, very reactive, very responsive, and like really like monitor the content and have somebody that uh, understand the platform and their demographic. Like, I don't consider myself old, but I think I'm already too old for TikTok. Uh, you know, I, I'm ancient for I've got no chance. We have guys in our team that are 19 <laughs> and, and they really understand the platform. And sometimes like they come with concept like, oh, look at this. That's very funny. And like I'm watching this thing 10 times. I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and, and it got like 100,000 views. So that's where I'm saying, okay. I think I'm, you just got to trust what they know. What they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, have, you have to trust uh, the new generation. <laughs> so how do you think all of this is going to change the way that fans engage how the way you work what do you think is kind of when we come out the other end what's the things that are going to stick do you think uh hmm i think i think the thing is that right now um as i say i think like the quality of the content will be the key uh Investing in esports also will be very important. Uh, just to make to make up, to you know that okay, you don't have a competition going physically. Okay, you can do it virtually, not a problem, not even a problem. Like you just 
switch the platform. I think that's, that's going to be key. Um, yeah, and, and Conan, that is, that is giving an added value to, 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 to your fan base. Uh, I think something that is really helping them. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing other brands, organizations, like just acting like it's business as usual and flooding with normal lights, highlights without acknowledging the situation, which I think is kind of wrong because it's like, yeah, like coronavirus, coronavirus, we don't care. Like, here's what we have, like, you know, cope with it. So, um, yeah, it's kind of the way you act now is probably going to define how they go forward you know yeah. those ones that don't treat it right or don't help their communities it's going to yeah. take them a long long time to recover from that while the ones yeah. that have turned it around very quickly have offered something to back to their communities when in a time when they're struggling could yeah, be the ones that really benefit definitely definitely so my other kind of final bit is around short term and long term so obviously everyone's reacting on a very short-term basis at the moment. Can you still look towards a long-term when we don't know, you know, if, we, if you're going to be restarting events in three months, six months, a year? No, sure. No, you have to. I mean, I'm very optimist. I don't think that that is going to last for years. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that at some point we will come back to kind of, um, I don't think we will have an, we will come back to exactly like we were before. There will always be a before and an after. But still, I think at, at some point, eventually, like the event will come back, the sports event will come back. We will have some sort of competition, maybe uh, closed door events, maybe, but, but competition will still find a way to, to get back. Um, so, 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 no, I'm, I, I think in a few months, we, 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 will, we will start to have sport back again in different circumstances. But, but it can actually be like, people now realizing that, that they really love that now that, that they, it's always when you don't have something that you realize that it's, it's mm. so great for you. So I'm thinking that once sports will be back, it will actually go up again, like, like booming again, because, um, you know, it's, it's like people were missing that so much that they will just go bananas in everything that will be available. So I think that we will, all sports organization actually will just receive a big boost, uh, big boost coming from that once, you know, the competition are, are, are back uh, in venues and everything. I mean, there might be a big opportunity because over in Asia, you're further ahead than we are, and especially in the States are. So once you guys can't start coming back in competition, chances are there's still going to be no competition over where we are. So, I mean, we've <laughs> seen with uh, the Belarusian football, um, it's the only league around Europe yeah. that's still going. And they've sold international rights. They're getting kind of, you know, they're yeah. streaming live on YouTube. Um, they're really making a go of it, whether, you know, how ethically right that is in terms of them still playing sports in this situation. Um, but, you know, there's a definite opportunity there for the ones that come out first for this sports-hungry audience that's sitting out there. You know, you imagine one championship starts going, UFC is still not. There's a big kind of opportunity there for you. Definitely, definitely. Cool. Thank you very much for your time, Rena. It's been a pleasure, as always, talking to you. Thank you.